But we need to hear each other. We need to hear each other's stories. We need to know how God is working in our lives. And uh, it's not good enough to hear what God lays on Tim's heart once a week. We need to hear what God is doing in our lives. Uh, and so it is a pleasure to have Edith Ling uh, be willing to do this. Um, since I've been here, I've established a, a group known as Spiritual Advisors. Uh, these are um, individuals, six individuals that um, I meet with pretty well every two weeks on Monday morning uh, for spiritual wisdom and guidance. And Edith is one of the spiritual advisors, and I appreciate her, her wisdom and her input. There's uh, a lot to say about Edith before she gets to talk. Because <laughs> I know how much we all appreciate her. Um, and, and the thing that I think I, I want to just really emphasize that impresses me the most about you, Edith, is that um, you're, you're so involved in service you are involved in doing so many things, not just within our church, like being a spiritual advisor and being a deacon and uh, being involved in uh, the turkey dinner and being involved in um, so many, so many things here. But also, you're so involved in our community and serving in the, the larger community, um, and and that's an that's an admirable thing to do that, but what's more admirable is to do it with integrity and to do it in such a way that you know the person's doing it for the right reasons. And uh, I, I know, in growing to know Edith, I know she does these bazillion things. Um, she does them for the right reason. She's not doing it to earn God's favor. She's not doing it to impress anyone. I just know that she's doing it out of gratitude to God for all that he's done for her. And so that's kind of where we wanted to start with Edith is I want, I've, I've asked her if she would kind of tell us um, yeah, how, how she came to this place where she can serve like that. Um, yeah, serve as someone who's serving out of gratitude. So. Well, I guess I'll start off um, a number of years ago, let's say. I grew up on a farm in West Cokehead, and uh, my parents were quite involved in the church. Dad was in the choir, Mom was uh, busy with Sunday school, teaching Sunday school, and in the women's group. And so it was just a natural thing that we were taken to, to church, to Sunday school, each, each week, and uh, that's the way it was. And um, I think when I was probably about 13 or thereabouts, um, we were, of course I was baptized as a baby, which I of course knew nothing about, and when I was about 13 or so, um, it seemed to be the tradition, I guess, in that church to, uh, you're old enough now, you line us, they lined us all up, and we accepted Christ, whether we really knew what we were doing or wanted to, it just seemed to be the thing to do, and I'm not knocking any particular church at all. So that was the way it was, and so it went on. And um, 
I have to say, though, in that church, I don't know whether I wasn't paying much attention or I was having the odd nap. Or, I doubt it. <laughs> or it just wasn't preached, but I didn't hear much about salvation, I have to say, and once again, I'm not knocking that church. So in 1970, I got married to David and went to live on another farm. And um, then we started going to the Baptist church. Wow, I heard a lot of good news there. I, I really heard that was the main thing all the time was salvation. So we attended that church for a number of years. And uh, I was just looking back through my diaries. And 25 years ago, this month, I was baptized by immersion. Uh, the pastor of the day in that church was having what he called inquiry classes. It, they were classes for people who were considering baptism so that you could have all your questions answered and know what it was all about if you had a desire to be baptized. And I guess I just listened to the, that still small voice. I had a lot of excuses. A, I was baptized as a baby. B, which one of those creeds says one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So I had a lot of questions still, but I still listened to that still small voice that said, be baptized. And I was. It's a beautiful Easter Sunday. And I just hope that all of you, if you have, will have that experience because it's one tremendously meaningful, beautiful experience. So you, you even though you had been baptized, you decided to be baptized as an adult. Why, why is that specifically? Well, I think it was the Lord telling me to. You wanted to be obedient. I wanted to be obedient. Because but you had been baptized. Though. Well, I know. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> into these questions again. <laughs> but uh, I had been, but I didn't really know much about that. that to, to me, that was more of a dedication by parents to right. bring up your child in the right way. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that Jesus told us to be baptized, and that's what I was... So you, you chose to do that. Uh, you're not saying any, everybody has to do that, but for you it was a very powerful experience to mm -hmm. be baptized as an adult because right. you knew what it, what it symbolized, what it meant. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Okay. And so um, you and David uh, attended a, a different church for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. you, you also have... Uh, once again, as I started off saying, like you, you've been very involved in uh, service in your life, like not just within churches. Like I know that you're on the board of the funeral home, and you're also in the uh, Edith plays piano at the Baptist nursing home once a week for their church service. Um, I know that you visit people and keep tabs on people and that sort of thing. Where, where, what's, what's the motivation there? What's, where's that coming out of? Well, I guess I think that all well, I know, and, I, and my colleagues on the, the spiritual advisors group and yourself, I know you've heard me say more than once that our lives are books. People are reading our books, and our books better be pointing them in the right direction to Jesus. And that's my... My way, I'm, I have to admit, I find it difficult to talk to people. I find it much easier to, to be in service. And mind you, I'm not perfect. I want to make that 
Clear. <laughs> None of us are. I you have family here, so you better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I get straight off the track, you know, now and then. But the Lord is so faithful. He always calls me back. I just have to listen and obey. Mm -hmm. and, and I find in, in doing that, um, you know, if my life can somehow bring someone else to the Lord, then I'll be pretty so the Lord means so much to you that you would love for someone else to have that same experience mm -hmm. in, in, and uh, have that wonderful experience of baptism in that you are, uh, it, which represents fully committing to the Lord by immersion. Um, and uh, you would love for other people. And so your service has um, bringing the love of Christ to them in the sense you're, you're spreading the gospel not so much with words, with but with your actions. More so with actions, that's right. And, yeah. and it's it's so rewarding too. That might sound a little bit selfish, but it's so rewarding because in all of these things, you when you're doing it for the right reason. And I'm glad you said, you know, faith. It's not by works that we're saved. It's by grace. But faith, I think, is a symbol of what's in the heart. Right. And uh, and you are rewarded for doing it. In anything that I do, I do get a lot of reward from it as well. And and not everything's been a piece of cake for you. Right? You've had hardship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, how has the Lord seen you through that? Do you think, or how do you, how do you process hardship? Well, hardship. We're all on a journey. There's always bumps in the road. Some of them are bigger bumps than others. I had a big bump with the loss of David. But the Lord has always been with me, and I don't know how I would survive. I don't know how I don't know how anyone gets through the bigger bumps in life if they don't know the Lord, because He's so faithful, so gracious, so full of mercy, and He's always there. You know, like I, as you know, I have farm, and uh, farmers here for sure will know there are kind of dangerous things sometimes you have to do if you're getting a, a round bale down from up high. And, and I just ask him when I get on the tractor, just, Lord, help me do this. This is going to be a bit on the dangerous side. Can you help me? And he does. He has. But now I'm getting better at it now. And pretty well every time now when I shut the tractor off, I just say, thank you, Father. Because I think it's important not to be always asking, but to return thanks as well for, for his protection and guidance. I when I think about it, I guess I do get little snippets of times that I can say things that might mean some something to someone. And, and I was just thinking, um, all of you that know where I live know I have a fairly long farm lane. Um, back from the road, not many neighbors, not close neighbors at all. And there's been so many people, particularly since David passed away, who said, oh, and live there by yourself, I'd be so scared. And, and I'm not scared. And my response, and then they'll say, well, suppose you have your dog. <laughs> I have the dog, it's a good dog. And um, then I'll say, but way above and beyond that, I have the Lord. So I'm not alone. I'm really not alone. And I just thank him for his protection. Um, one of the... Uh, <laughs> I have connection with Edith on different levels, and, and one of the things uh, 
was uh, we around the turkey dinner we got to meet with Boomer and, and Mary and Rosie and Colleen and I got to meet with Boomer on TV and stuff. And um, I, I'm saying all this to 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 point out something about um, being led by the Spirit and how I I've been impressed with Edith in that just different things that she said. I get a sense that 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 she, she wants to respond to the Spirit. And after that, uh, Colleen and I invited uh, Mary and Rosie and Edith uh, out to uh, have, have a turkey dinner of our own down at the New Dublin pub because, you know, sometimes the dinner you get after the... Sometimes doesn't have turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, you know, let's get these ladies out and have a good dinner down at the New Dublin pub. And... Um, and, and Edith couldn't. Why was that? Well, I had um, all that day before we ever went to see Boomer, I had a, a dear friend who was dying of cancer in the hospital in Montague. And all day, the spirit just kept saying, you have to go and see Marie. You have to go today. So I thought, okay, I'll go to town. We'll do the Boomer thing. And then I'll go to Montague. I didn't know anything about the dinner plans. But anyway, that wouldn't have changed because I knew I had to go to see Marie and I had to do it that evening. And I did. And I'm so glad I did because that, I had a lovely, lovely visit with her, lovely lady, and uh, we just had a lovely visit. And that was the last time that she was anyways able to communicate with anyone was that evening. So I was just so thankful that the Spirit told me to, uh, to go there that the Bible says that we're to walk in the Spirit, to keep step with the Spirit. And that's just like a very simple example there of how I, I believe that Edith... Um, I, I'm not accustomed to women turning me down to dinner dates. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising. Just, you know, like, I, I just thought, and then a few days later, I said, uh, you know, how did it go? And, and then I got to hear that it was a profound time, a meaningful time, and the last time she would have had that opportunity. And so that was, Edith was responding to the Spirit of God in that situation. And um, turned turn down a good meal, but that was the nothing compared to the riches that you enjoyed with your, your friend. Uh, now, I, I, for those who um, may do this in later months, I don't want you to get the wrong impression because you will not be asked to do this. Edith has volunteered to sing a song for us. And so uh, anyone else who, who does this, I'm not going to ask you to sing a song and play the piano. Uh, but she's offered to do this. Uh, she just wants to sing a song that means a lot to her, uh, speaks about her faith. Okay. Sound all right? It sounds good. All right. Thanks. The name of the song is Without Him, and I just want you to focus on the words, because uh, I think they mean a lot to, to a lot of us.
Edith, and uh, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Edith. I thank you for how you've been at work in her life. I know that you are the one who should receive all the honor and praise, and I know that's Edith's heart and desire too. But I thank you also that you've uh, brought her to this place where she can be an inspiration to me and be an inspiration to others as we travel along together on this journey. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would continue to keep her safe in that barn. I pray that you would continue to use her in a powerful way and affecting others' lives. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that she would find you uh, more and more richly and powerfully in her times that she spends alone with you. So we pray for your richest blessing upon her now. And I thank you uh, for all that you're doing in and through her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again. So, uh, we are uh, now going to have our potluck downstairs, and I'll give uh, thanks for the before we go down, but I just want to remind you of the goings-on around here next weekend. Once again, on Friday, if you're able and would like to, join us for the uh, Stations of the Cross Walk, which is going to be, we'll start at 11 on Friday in front of the Preserve Company. We're going to come back and share some sandwiches and have a cup of tea. Nothing fancy, please, just sort of low-key. And then um, on uh, Easter Sunday, 8 o'clock, we're going to meet across there at the river uh, to welcome in the day and, and uh, celebrate the, the risen Christ. And then we'll have potluck. It'll probably be about 8.45 downstairs, potluck breakfast. And then after that, at 9.45, we'll have a worship service here. So, invite you all to those events, too. So let's, uh, before we, we go downstairs, we'll give thanks for the food. And then we'll give a little time downstairs to get set up, and, and we'll dig in and enjoy each other's company and enjoy some good food. Let's pray. Lord, once again, we thank you for being with us. What an incredible truth that you are with us, you are in us by your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, this morning and the lessons that we've learned. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you came uh, to earth to do the work that you did. And uh, we are so grateful. And so, Lord, we pray that you would bless our time downstairs now. Uh, we thank you for the good food that we'll enjoy. We thank you for the good fellowship we'll enjoy. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. <laughs>